Welcome to Things Fall Into Place, a place where the center holds for as long as we keep reading. We read books, we talk about books, and we inspire you to pick up and read a book. My name is Godfrey, and I'm your host today. And here is today's episode. In today's episode, I'm going to be reviewing two books. The first book is called No Be From Here. The title is written in Pidgin English, and in regular English, the title would be Not From Here. The book is written by Natasha Omokodion Kalulu Banda. This book came out in 2020, and so it is a fairly new book. It's an explosive book that moves quite rapidly. It's a story of migrants who are now staying in London in the United Kingdom. They all come from different places, but mostly our characters come from African countries such as Nigeria and Zambia, and also from the Caribbean, more specifically from Jamaica. The story is really a fusion of all those cultures together. And so the main characters that we see are two girls who have a Zambian, Nigerian, and Jamaican heritage. And we see them as they move from London to Lusaka and all the way to Lagos. And so the pace is quite rapid as we move through all those cities. And all in all, what we see is that these two characters, cousins, who are trying to mend the family together, which has been devastated by death and also by the migration itself. I like commenting on the cover as well when I look at a book. And the cover is really meant to convey the message in the book. It's a cover that's just plain besides the suitcases that are piled up in the face of the book. And it's to show perhaps the migratory nature of the book itself. It is not surprising because this book feels like it's written from first-hand experiences because the author herself is of Zambian, Nigerian, and Jamaican heritage, and she currently lives in Lusaka. Quite thoroughly enjoyed this book. It's an easy read. We move through the chapters fairly quickly. But one of the things that really comes out is the issue of how do African parents who have left the African continent and gone overseas as these parents did and they went to the UK, raise their children in ways that are consistent with how they were brought up in their home countries. And so I'm going to read an excerpt for you so that you can get an idea of some of the tension that moves through this book. This is a, an excerpt of a mother who is struggling with her young daughter uh, who feels quite separated from the language of the mother. The young girl says, here, tell me again, mother, slowly, what you said, and maybe I can draw signs that make it easier for us to understand each other. You've got to let go of that jungle talk. You are not in Chinsali anymore. And while we are on that topic, why can't we go to the Caribbean for the summer like the Fosters? Margaret closed her eyes, wondering where it had all gone so terribly wrong. The Bembers say, all children that share a pillow in the womb of their mother are eternally connected. It is a gift given to the family by the Creator, a bond that can never be broken. But what happens when the center does not hold? 
Well, I want to persuade you to pick up this book and read it, and you won't regret it. But swiftly moving to our second book, it is not a new book. It's an old book. It's a book that came out in 2014, but it is a hard book to get. The title of this book is called Gloria, the Archbishop's Wife. It's written by an author called Abidemi Sanusi. It is a very interesting book. It talks about Gloria, who is married to one of the archbishops of the Anglican Church in Nigeria. I picked this book because of the how the multifaceted nature with which it speaks about not only Nigerian problems but religious issues as well. We see the persecution that happens on religious grounds in the northern part of Nigeria throughout all this book. And Gloria's story is really a story that resembles the tension that happens in northern Nigeria because she herself has gone through that persecution. She retells the story of how one night uh, she was sexually abused in front of her children using bottles and sticks as they were being stuck into her body. So this is a remarkable story that even though the book was written in 2014, it's a book worth picking. But it's a book that's not easy to find. It took, I think, three weeks for me to be able to get this book in my hands. I want to read an excerpt for you so that you can get in it an idea of what this book is about. This is the epilogue that Gloria writes. And she says, When I think of the circumstances of my birth, life in my village of Newman, and the three months I spent in hospital as a 21-year-old girl tending my career, my cancer-ridden mother, I am so thankful to God for doing far above anything I could ever ask or even think of receiving from him. I didn't think I would get married because I didn't believe that such a joyous, good thing could happen to a dark-skinned, ugly girl like me. But God gave me Ben, a man with a heart that burns with passion for God and people and the ability to make me laugh. We have been married for over 30 years and I still maintain that no one can make me laugh like he can. But even he will admit that he was not expecting to be the father of over 300 children when he proposed to me in seminary all those years ago. In all, I wouldn't trade my life for anything. My name is Gloria, God's daughter, mother, Archbishop's wife. If you can, I encourage you to get this book. You will be thrilled, devastated, and wonderfully encouraged to live life with a purpose when you lay hold of this book. These are all the reviews that we had today, and now we are going to move and hear the literary news we have for today. The first news we have concerns Ngugi Wationgo, a renowned writer in the African continent who comes from Kenya. He has a new book that's called The Perfect Nine in the English Language. This book is a translation of the original which he wrote in Kikuyu. As you may know, if you are a Ngugi fan, he resolved that he was now going to write only in his mother tongue. And so the translation itself has been nominated for the International Booker Prize as a translation in the English language. And Ngugi is the first writer to be nominated uh, for a prize as both the author of the book and the translator of the book. This book is about women's place in a society. And I 
can imagine that it is a thriller as are all Ngugi's books. And still on the Booker Prize, there is a new book by a man called David Diop from Senegal, which was originally written in French and has now been translated into English. The book is called All Blood is Black at Night. All Blood is Black at Night. And so this book has also been nominated for the International Booker Prize. And lastly, today news came out that Namwali Sepel, who wrote the book Old Drift, is now going to be bringing out her new book called The Pharaohs, and it's going to hit the shelves in 2022. And if you love The Old Drift, then you can expect to hear some more good news from Namwali. That's all we have today in terms of the literal news. Thank you so much for listening. That's all we have for today. And thank you for listening until next time. And remember, the more we read, the more the center will hold and the more things will fall into place. And from us, if things fall into place, it's a goodbye.